There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to another edition of Insane in the Fembrane. Welcome to the show once again. Thank you for all your wonderful support. You are a wonderful bunch. We really do appreciate you being there. It's lovely that you listen to this and all the lovely messages and, and, and everything. It's lovely. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm enjoying doing it. Producer Paul's loving putting it out. He's, he, he's a good lad, really. He puts up with a lot of rubbish. He has to sort out the technical side. Anyway, so before we begin, we now have merch. Insane in the Membrane has merch. We're going to do. We're gonna work on a Fembrane one. Don't worry about that. But at the moment, we've got, uh, we've got Insane in the Membrane. Uh, it's from those wonderful lads at uh, Save Our Souls Clothing. Good lads that took old Wilson in when things got dark, gave him a job. And I tell you what, their, their, their outfit is brilliant. They are, it's ethically sourced. I know that for a fact. So you're not giving your money to sweatshops. You're not investing in child labour, child slavery. It's actually going to a good place. These are good lads doing good things with a wonderful fashion label. Check out their stuff. Uh, if you go to sosclothing.co.uk forward slash membrane, that'll take you to our merch. Uh, it's wonderful. If you put in the promo code membrane, that'll give you some money off as well. What's not to love? It's in a wonderful gold colour as well. It's not yellow, it's gold. And I'll tell you what, it's going to really make you look beautiful. It's a, it's a cracking colour. I wasn't sure because, you know, I'm like, I'm old school and like, oh, I don't know, bright colours. But I love it. I actually really love it. So I think you will as well. It's going to make you look smashing. So you can get a t-shirt for the daytime. And when it gets a bit colder in the evening, get yourself a hoodie. There you go. One for each, each bit. Why not? Do it. So that's at sosclothing.co.uk forward slash membrane. Uh, that, that, that's where you need to be. And it's a, a, while you're there, have a look at their stuff. It's wonderful. And it's really well put together. You're going to love it. So this week I'm joined by Evelina Chardin. She's a wonderful person. You're going to love this episode. Um, the wonderful Sean Doxy put me in touch with her. Brilliant Sean Doxy. Thank you, Sean. Uh, Sean, brilliant comedian. And um, I, I, was, I was intrigued because... Um, uh, Evie's got uh, as uh, AS, which is uh, ankylosing spondylitis, which is the. Uh, she explains what exactly all that is in the episode, but uh, instead of letting it slow her down, she's actually gone the other way, and now uh, she does. She teaches um, movement and exercise uh, uh, through the medium of pole dancing, and we explain a bit more about that as well because so a lot of people when they hear they hear that phrase pole dancing, they start they assume certain things, and uh, and we and we explain. Uh, Evie explains in the episode that uh, it's not that it's actually very good for you and it was a really nice chat we got on really well it was a really wonderful connection and we I could have talked to her all day we were just chatting away and she's from my from my my second my second home New Zealand and I just adore that place so anyone who's from there 
is all right in my book. I love New Zealand. Can't wait to be back. Uh, so it was wonderful to have her on, have a good chat. And uh, I think you're going to love this one. She's an absolute sweetheart. So without further ado, coming up in a bit, it's Eva Lee and Ishardin. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. A podcast from producer paul.co.uk. Thank you for joining me. Uh, it's really lovely to have you on. No, um, thank you. It's a mutual pleasure. friend. This has been a good little yeah. setup. Ah, she's amazing. Yeah. She's always sending me names. It's brilliant. Yeah. Can I give so her a shout out? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, big shout out to Sean Doxy. Not only an amazing comedian, but a wonderful friend. She's an incredible human. I just, we only love her to bits. We spent briefly some time together. We were in Wales gigging, and then um, it, it was just lovely just being in her company. She's a really interesting, funny woman, and she's infectious. Yeah, yeah, in the best way. In yeah. the best way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want anyone to say that about me. <laughs> but she, uh, Context. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Rich Wilson's infectious. Oh, well, that's a shame. Uh, lovely. Yeah, love that. Okay. Um, yeah, I just heard uh, at this gig as she was dressed as an octopus, doing <laughs> yeah, yeah, an octopus suit that she'd made herself. So I was just like, this is incredible. I'm just watching the people of Aberystwyth just look at her and go, "What the fuck am I looking at?" <laughs> it's excellent. It's excellent. Um, but uh, so you're a Kiwi as well. Yes, yes, yeah. through and through. Um, you can probably hear it quite strongly. I love England it. hasn't got to me yet. Good. Not Hang yet. on to that. Hang on to that. Although you know I've got into like my me. partner. Oh really? Into, yeah, yeah. He gets <laughs> slammed for using my um, vowels, which really oh, yeah. when people say, "Oh, you use her vowels," I go, "What do you mean, lazy and flat?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the I and the E that's round the other way, isn't it? It sounds like it. Yes, yes. So I yes. say um, pen or yeah. pig or dick. That's it, yeah. 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 Whereabouts in, in uh, New Zealand are you from? So I'm from Tauranga, um, which okay. is can be a flex. If you're um, non-native speaking to a sense, you would say Tauranga. Okay. Um, but, yes, Tauranga is the correct name from it. It's near Mount Maunganui, if you know Mount Maunganui. No, I don't. No. no. East, no. Eastern North Island. Okay. I've only yeah. ever, because I've been, obviously been to Auckland, I've been to Wellington, uh, Hamilton, 
Cool. And then we went across and did, we were in Christchurch, and then we went out to, oh God, what's it called? It was on the coast, and it was hit really badly by the earthquake that was there, got cut off. Oh, oh that colder? Yes. That's where we went. We went there. Yes. Yeah. So I've, I've been to some places, but not, I'd like, I can't wait to go back and explore. The, well, you have a yeah. friend now. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Come yeah. come see the family home. Come have a barbecue with us. This is what I love about Kiwis. You just you know, like <laughs> you meet them once, they go, Yeah, 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 come and live with us for six months. And you're like, What? They go, Yeah, 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 come. We were in this place. We're in uh, I think it's like town now. So I am saying it wrong, I know I am. It's near near Milford Sound. It was out that way. And we did a gig there for them in with for the for the for the residents and it was like raising money for the community. And then uh and then yeah, and then they went, Oh, we've got you tickets to go to the Milford Sound and uh I was like, Okay. They're like, Yeah, they just threw me car keys. Yeah, there's car keys, <laughs> off you go. I'm like, but don't I have to no, no no see you later and just sent us off. It was amazing. Very friendly. So- a very, very similar story. When I first met my partner in New Zealand and we were very new, he's British, and I said to him, um, I'm going away for the weekend. Do you want my car? And he went, uh, <laughs> what? And he's like, I can't drive it. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, can you drive a car? And he's like, yes. And he's like, what, but I'm not allowed to drive it. And I was like, do you have a New Zealand license? Yes. Yeah, but I don't have any insurance. And I was like, mate, we don't have insurance in New Zealand. Not if you don't want it. <laughs> wow, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and just chucked him my keys and he went surfing for the weekend and he was very confused. Yeah, um, well, that was it. They just threw his keys <laughs> and then we were driving along. I'm like, are we, what is this? This is, this is I don't get it. Yeah, people just give you stuff. It's the really, trust. It's the yeah. Trust. It's a beautiful place. It is. I, I've, I always have a lot, of, a lot of fun there. And like I say, I can't wait to go back. So how long have you been here then? So I arrived in December 2019. Okay. Um, I was traveling Southeast Asia on the way to the UK from New Zealand um, to come live with my partner here two years on a visa, working holiday, um, it used to be called. And it's actually funny because whilst we were in Southeast Asia, um, we were in Vietnam and that's when the old um, COVID was breaking Shit, out yeah, and course. there was like reports like oh new virus found in country weird symptoms it's cropping up and we were like oh it's nothing and then when I was in Bali um oh I don't know why I'm admitting this on a podcast it's a bit scary <laughs> this is what um, happens people I, open up <laughs> I came down with a very nasty respiratory infection um and I had about a hundred day cough and when I came to UK over Christmas, I was still coughing and I still to this day have extreme anxiety that I'm patient zero for the UK. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. Wow. What's I'm, not. Worst? I'm not. No, of course not. Of course you're <laughs> not. But you can't help but. Oh, man. Mate, imagine if you were. <laughs> I know. This is quite the, quite the coup for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, do you know what? It's funny because we were hearing about it in the news and we were like, nah, it'd be fine. Yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah. Ah, it's fine. These things happen. It was like, like we all like it's like bird flu or whatever it was. And ah, yeah, fine. same, same. Yeah, and then suddenly it was like, nah, you're not allowed out for a year. Oh, <laughs> I know. Wait, well, you, so I lived here obviously for three months before it locked up, and that's Shit. just when I gained enough money to travel again after being very poor. And I was right. like, oh no. But that's okay. Without COVID, I would have not started my life um, in this business. I wouldn't have quit my job. I wouldn't have done a load of things. So, yeah. you know, it has its little silver lining. So it's only been since 
COVID that you started. Uh, was it? What, so explain what it is, because like Sean, <laughs> Sean, I saw the videos Sean, Sean's been putting up of pole dancing and 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 that. And so explain explain what it is that you do. Okay. Yeah. So to wind back a few years to younger Evie. Um, so I am a pole dancing teacher originally, um, but through my management of my uh, rheumatoid arthritis, I got really into the flexibility and mobility behind pole dancing. So you could call me a strange entrepreneurial pole dancing mobility flexibility PT wellness coach. Wow, that's, gonna, that's a long badge. Is there an acronym for that? <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> so, yes, oh, I started pole dancing when I was 16. I said to my mother, um, hey, mum, there's no like gymnastics place that will take me. They tell me I'm too old and I'm too inflexible. Could I, could I try pole dancing? And she was like, um, yep, if you pay for the classes and... Um, you are sensible and I was like okay yeah I'll be sensible Uh, my mother's a bit more reserved than I am right 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 yeah I feel like when I'm a mother I'll be like go make some money have fun be liberated (laughs) do Do whatever you want (laughs) yeah (laughs) but um so I popped along to my first class and I was super awkward super weak couldn't do it but I loved it for that reason um I loved that it was like a big challenge for me and then fast forward to when I was leaving for university I said to my pole dancing like studio owner um, can I sweep the floors? Can I clean? Can I do something just for an exchange for classes? I really want to continue, but I can't afford it. She said to me, yeah, um, well, actually we're looking for an instructor position. Would you be keen to instruct? And thus became me becoming the dubbed professional pole dancer. And now wow. it's been like eight years or something since I started. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This, uh, having seen, that's the thing, because this people don't realize that, they, you know, they hear the, they hear the phrase pole dancing, and then they just naturally assume that it's oh, they not naturally, but they assume that it's it's to do with sex work and things like that. But there are so many people that do it just for to to get to for fitness and yes. and thing, which is what you do. There's so many layers yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, like I think it's it's both. It's actually a really tough topic to address because um, our four sisters to beginning pole dance certainly were sex workers. And Mm. there's a certain homage that needs to be like, you know, a, a, um, a love that needs to be gifted to them for providing us with the opportunity to pick it up as a normalized hobby. Um, But at the same time, it, it can be completely separate too. You just don't be a dick about it. You know? Yeah. You can say, I'm not a stripper, but I respect my strippers. Oh, absolutely. That's the thing. I think this is a hot topic at the minute, as you know, is yeah. that, that people, there's that assumption that people are being made to be sex workers. And a lot of there's some, there's people that I know that are in that line of work, and they, but they want to do it. They, they want yeah. to do it. It's their choice. And now they feel like it's been, it's being taken away from them. Yes. You know, yeah. And it's not fair. It just isn't fair. Just- you know, yeah. Just the same as I'm a um, pole dancer, mobility, flexibility, PT. Anyone can be whatever the fuck they want to be. Absolutely, Sorry. yeah. I hope no, no, you swear away. Absolutely, <laughs> swear away. You're safe. It's you, a safe space for that. Don't worry about that. You should be able, I mean, obviously there's some, like, you know, you, you shouldn't aspire to be a murderer. But, um, no. but you can be whatever the fuck you want to be. And yeah. they, you should be allowed to be. And if you can make money from it, because skeevy people want to watch you, yeah. Take their money. Yeah, why take not? It. <laughs> if they're willing they're to paying. give it to you. 
take it. Well, I mean, some of them aren't skeevy, but you know, we know the few characters that uh-huh. sometimes pop in there. Yeah, yeah. but that's it, no. isn't it? It's that assumption that it's all sleazy and it's all and underhanded. It's not. No, not at all. Not at all. I some of the best dancers I know are the most beautiful, fluid, like mm. um, just in image of like sex but in the most stunning sexual way like not in a sexualized oh she's really sexy i want to get up in there kind of thing but in a like in a control the power yeah you're mesmerized by it it's yeah yeah, it's fascinating there was a video i was shown i think it might have been part of a competition maybe i might be wrong but it was phenomenal there's at one point she was upside down uh, but then it was like she was walking down it looked like she was walking downstairs and she yeah. comes back down and i was the the the, the control that the, the muscle power that she must have to do that i can't even do a pull up and she's <laughs> doing this thing where it looks like she's genuinely walking down the stairs incredible yeah, talented yeah. talented amazing people out there and it, it must take yeah i mean you i'm like i can see you now on the on the screen and you can i can see that you know, you're you're very toned and you know, and I mean that yeah, in we're, we're, all due respect. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like that that takes that takes discipline to get to that point, doesn't it? And hard work and yeah, you must and you work out all the time. Um oh not this year. There's <laughs> no guilt, <laughs> don't worry, year. I'm not it's not it's not <laughs> I'm not trying to catch you out. So funny enough, um the thing the beautiful thing the pandemic did for me was when I travelled, I came off pole dancing, um, mm. so I just didn't have access to it, obviously. Um, and I really got into my mobility, and I just started focusing on looking after my joints and that. And then when I came back to pole dancing after going to the gym and working on powerlifting, all these different things, mm. um, I was more like I was more stable and strong and put together. So yeah. it's funny that you say there's more muscles because. Not all of these were built from pole dancing, sure, but it's been a long road of like mixed different things to build a physique that tolerates pole dancing and deals with the strength because it's a damaging sport. You know, it's not oh, really? a, it's not a lifetime thing if you're not careful. No, it's mm. a bit like gymnastics. It's quite tough on the body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, and the brain and your the mind as well. The brain, obviously, that needs work as well when yeah, you're condition yeah 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 when you're especially when you say like with your your arthritis and your brain is probably telling you oh, you got to take it easy you got to do this you got to do that and you're just trying to fight those urges to to not do that and to actually be more physical that must take some doing yeah so well, it's funny that you bring that up um because let's let's stay on topic but take a little tangent off to the side of this topic mm-hmm. um yesterday i was teaching a pain management workshop all the way like based around mindset um and this will be a cool exercise for you to do on the podcast and anyone who's listening because i love this for what you're talking about the power of the mind mm. um so without going too deep imagine your most traumatic or upsetting or heart clenching like stressed out thing it could have been last week when someone said no i don't want to record with you but (laughs) (laughs) i mean anything just think about it for a second and then notice the physical like manifestations that come up from just thinking about that so your Mm. heart probably raises you probably flush a little bit your chest clenches your breathing Uh quickens how powerful is just that thought straight away yeah. And then if you calm yourself and you think about one of the most beautiful moments of your life and how happy you were, feel the shift 
instantly. Wow. It's like a, Which, it's like a, yeah. it just flows out of you. So wow. that mindset training and pole dancing and life and mobility, it's all the same thing. And you're right. My arthritis did teach me to control my brain because my brain kept saying to me, you can't do this. And mm. that was just a thought. Um, whereas my body more than, more than capable of all of it. Yeah. Um, you know, arthritis didn't have to limit me. No. And it's, it's, isn't, is what, what isn't it? Is it angelosine spondylitis? Oh, is that right? A good job. Like that. Yes, that's about as mouthful as my title. Um, <laughs> You've got two like massive say, badges on your chest. Yeah. <laughs> I like to say um, AS. AS, right. Or us. Like, oh. <laughs> See, I only know of it from years ago. Somebody, I know there's a comedian called Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner did a bit about it. And um, so, and I only know of it, it from seeing seeing old older people and they're, and they're bent over where they've got like the curvature of the spine and and is that is that the same thing yes so yeah. um you're probably the most knowledgeable person i've met about it ever at random oh there you go it's thanks to yeah. frank skinner <laughs> yeah thanks frank skinner <laughs> <laughs> so yeah he oh not he what am i talking about um so as yes is a gradual fusing of the vertebrae through inflammatory processes Right, so it okay. essentially like calcifies vertebrae mm. together. Um, if you were act the crazy thing about this disease is that if you were inactive, it will take over your life and control you and turn you into the hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm. No joke. Like not funny, not anything. It actually will. Um, whereas and like not only that, like hunchback um, like causes, if you look back through time, usually quite old people, quite likely they had AS. Yeah. Um, but now if like studies are finding if you're active you're on top of your inflammation you can actually even um what's the word for it um come into remission no really yeah. i've never heard so, that before i thought like once you had it that was it so it is it is once you have it that's it but mm. and technically i'm in remission in terms of um so without this getting too sad and uh, i have a few sad stories to tell um when i was 18 and when i was diagnosed with this before pre-diagnosis I couldn't walk to my university classes. Oh, um, wow. I had such intense sciatica pain that just shot down my legs. I couldn't even bear weight on my hips. It was awful. Like, there was nights where yeah. I had to, like, crawl on my dorm floor, like, out the door oh, and into wow. the bathroom and, like, pull myself up onto the bathroom seat. It was horrific. I don't actually know how I ever put up with it. Or Yeah, I was going to say, how like, did, you, did, you, did yeah. you, you obviously knew something was up, but you didn't know what. And I had no idea what it was at the time. Like yeah. I'd been told I had back sprains my entire life and like bursitis. Bursitis is where you have like um, inflamed bursts in different parts of your body. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, when I was diagnosed, it was almost like a relief. I was mm. like, oh, they know what it is. Whereas now, I think the last time I crawled... <laughs> Sorry, just it's thinking right. about those words. Like the last time I crawled um, yeah. um, okay. would have been like 20, 2018. Yeah. So it still gets me good sometimes. Oh, so that, oh, so you, had a, mostly, you, had, you had a you had a flare up and. Yeah, so I've, I've had, you get flares come, this is the hard part to understand about rheumatic arthritis is um, it's not like osteoarthritis. People seem to think it's the same, but it's quite different. Ours is an autoimmune condition where our body attacks its own healthy cells and causes inflammation. Oh, okay. um, right. And with this inflammation obviously comes pain and a bit of torture, but also things like 
fatigue, high blood pressure. Um, it's really commonly linked with Crohn's disease, stomach disorders, right. disorders, IBS, IBD. When you have a bad immune system, it, it tends to come up with a whole flare of other issues. Um, but the beautiful part about when something is really internal is that you actually have a lot more control over it than you think. Um, okay. I'm on a lot of arthritis forums online and I just see every day all these ladies saying, I'm taking XYZ, I'm injecting methotrexate into myself, which by the way is an abortion drug. Um, wow. It's used to regulate immune systems. Yeah. Oh my God. Crazy stuff. Yeah. How did they um, figure that out? That's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm wow. assuming it's a bit of a, um, uh, what's the drug for men getting stiff? Uh, Viagra. Oh that, yeah, yeah. Do, do you know how that got found out? That's no. because it's a blood pressure medication now. Oh, I mean, it was tested for blood pre pressure medication, but the side effect oh. was that um, it gave you an erection. Oh, see, I was going to say, I wonder about that because no, <laughs> it's just trial so, and error. Just, just kind of happens. All right. And then they yeah. relabeled it. Great marketing. Yeah, um, well done. Yeah, yeah, but so I think method. I'm not sure about the same mm. thing with methotrexate, but it's it's an auto, it's an immune regulating drug, and it's also an abortion um, medication. So anyway, I see all these people posting about all these awful things that are happening in their lives, and I just think like I don't ever want to call anyone a victim, but I do believe we're all victim of our own thoughts. Right. When you get trapped in that researching everything i'm gonna turn into a hunchback like my life is oh, yeah. so much in pain and you get that huge pessimistic like negative outlook on everything i genuinely believe you generate your own pain and oh, you generate okay. your own diagnosis because i was like that and when i decided to come off medication after a horrific traumatic period of my life and i decided just to push like reset i have not looked back um, yeah and i like fundamentally Changed the rest of my life. That's incredible. So you just yeah. kind of went. Sorry, I'm you can not... see that I'm getting um. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Like this trauma reflex. I'm getting a bit red and like rashy, but <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. Happens all the time. You know, you, we, it, you know, this is like I say, it's a safe space, and you can talk about whatever you want. And if it if it does get a little bit emotional, then you it's completely up to you you can you can back out and you can go look let's not let's move on it's you know this the no, podcast no, is all about I'm... it's all about the it's all about the guest so yeah, yeah and and it's been really beautiful listening to some um i listened to one oh i shouldn't forget her name this is really bad for me but my brain is like this it's the one right. with the who does the clowning I was listening oh, to Elf. episode. Elf Lyons. Elf yes. yes and her story and, and about um you know Men and etc. I won't go into too much detail and not spoil it for anyone. But it, like listening to her be vulnerable about things was really cool. Um, you know, and it's important that we share our stories and yeah. our trauma because it helps people heal. Um, True. And without yeah. us going through those awful, horrific things, like life wouldn't be what it is. So yeah, well, yeah, this, I'm an open yeah. book. Well, that's lovely, and it and it's this is it's exact. That's exactly why I do these podcast because i want to learn i want to learn more and i want to i want to give i want to learn and i want to a, a place where i can ask i've said this loads of times i always say this but it's a place where i can ask questions that you probably yeah. couldn't ask out in the real world or out on no. especially on twitter and things like that and for people no. listening as well kind of talking about things because I, I, I don't always get it right i i don't sometimes it's quite clunky the way i ask but my <laughs> intentions are i'm trying to you know and like you're like when i like i say with the your condition it's not it's good 
because I always, you know, when when someone when someone's diagnosed with something like that, and there's that you go, oh, is, it, is that it? Then I'm just done. I've just got to wait until everything fuses and I'm just bent over. And it and to so to hear your story when you went, no, I'm not having that. I'm going to actually research it and I'm going to fight against it. Will give hope to somebody else listening to this. Yeah, which is I hope phenomenal. So. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing is, um, so obviously on the key part of mobility and tying the story together with a common theme, um, yeah. after, after a lot of that um, situation, so maybe we, need, maybe we need a small backstory into just before we really dive into why life had to change. Okay. So um, I was in my postgraduate year of university. <clears throat> I was competing in one of New Zealand's top pole dancing competitions. So I had this coming up. Um, my, I was put on an immunosuppressant medication, which made me severely depressed, um, terrible anxiety, self-confidence plummeted to the floor. Like I had one of the 1% reactions to this auto, um, like immunoregulating medication. Yeah. Um, I turned into like a shell of myself. It's actually crazy. Well, one of my best friends just like turned around and like moved out of the flat. Cause she was like, I don't recognize you anymore. Oh, wow. Um, like, who the hell are you? Mm. And um, shortly after that, my partner left me. Um, in between all of that, I had a stomach bleed, yada, yada, like lots oh, of crazy wow. stuff went on at that point in my life. Crazy, crazy medical year. No, no, you're right. Um, and then I was, after he left me, I was just like at a point of like, who am I? I didn't have a sense of identity. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Like, I was just crushed. I didn't, I didn't know where to go. So the first step, you know, in terms of anyone's control in their life, like the one thing you always have control over is how you choose to look after yourself. Mm, yeah, definitely. No matter who you are, where you are, that is the only thing you can have control of. And for humans, control is like such a big thing. Yeah. We we need to grasp to something, otherwise we feel so just like floating around in this big yeah, cosmos, whatever, whatever we're in, right? So that's, that's why I said, I was like, the one thing you can do is just get on top of your health. So I optimized my sleep. I optimized my water intake. I looked at my nutrition, um, movement. So movement became really key. And I was like, okay, you've got to get stronger. Like, and also in terms of a woman, like if you're a bit fragile mentally, building a strong body <laughs> is like the best thing you can do for your confidence yeah, and your mental fortitude. It like changes you as a woman. You're like, no, sir, I'll put my own bag in the aircraft yeah. carrier. Thank you. <laughs> like, yeah. Dismantle the patriarchy. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, I was like, get strong, get sexy. Cause you know, I'd want to revenge body a bit. Um, oh yeah. And then once all these parts sort of came in together, I realized that one of the biggest parts of all of it was movement. It was like I could be meditative while I was doing it. Um, it made me strong. It made me feel more confident. Like obviously you start looking a bit better, but that yeah. wasn't the goal at the time. The goal was just to get strong. Um, and then when we put all these keys in together, I just like changed as a human being. And I realized that my trauma became a place that allowed people to relate to me. Um, because often people look at me and they see this confident girl who has no worries. Um, you know, I come from a place of privilege, obviously. Um, yeah. Beautiful country, beautiful home, beautiful family. Like, I'm really lucky. And people look at me and they go, oh, she's never gone through anything. She's so lucky to be like this. And I like sharing my trauma, not as like a F you, 
but it's like a no we can share space together because we've been through common ground and that common ground might not be anything in terms of similarity of what happened to us but we've both experienced hurt here yeah and i can i can help you fix this hurt um and movement again is something we have control over whether you're disabled or not you know there's something you can move and there's something you can do it with intention and it's just i know this might sound really like intense but but it's it's like my it's just yeah it's like my ground principles now it's really i've i didn't realize i've had it's been last few weeks it's been a little bit it's been a lot of emotional stuff going on personally and and i and i kind of just shut down i wasn't doing much i was doing i was doing stuff online but i wasn't going out and i wasn't i was i was trying to walk around and do stuff but it's hard. Uh, yeah, it's hard to get motivated. And then I just had this moment. I went, oh, fuck it. I'm going back to the gym. And then I joined this gym. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I'm going. And then I went, and it was like, joined the gym, went to the gym the next day. And after that first session, I just felt bulletproof. Suddenly I'm like, oh, yeah, because I used to go to the gym years ago. I had a personal trainer. So I remembered all the things he taught me. And I'm just, and I was like, right, back into it. And I just felt, wow, straight away. Just, it just felt because I knew I was doing something positive there's that as well yeah just that you're doing something positive will just elevate you and it, it was incredible they, they really just that that friction is what keeps you going when, when you're moving around it's like if you had a car and you just left it it would just rot and fall into the you know disappear into the ground but yeah because you keep using it, it the friction is what keeps the molecules together and that's yeah and I the totally beautiful thing that. the beautiful thing you did is that you did something for you yeah, well, you know, yeah. You didn't do it for anyone else. You did it for you. Yeah, I just wanted. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. There is a, There's. I but that saying that it, feels, it makes me feel weird. It makes me feel selfish. I'm like, I like doing things <laughs> other people. No, no, yeah. it's okay. Every I when people say like self love is baths and um, oils and incense, I'm like, no, no, no. Self love is just doing something for you. Yeah. You associate baths and incense with with doing something for you, but it can be anything that is for you. It can be putting a boundary in place with socialization. When people yes. want to ask you, do you want to go out? And you say, no, that's self-love. Yeah. It's yeah. funny that talking about boundaries with a partner that I was with and, and boundaries came up later on. It's like, yeah, we, sh- we, we were a bit too open at certain points and I should have said no a point when I said yes and you know and it and it does it causes yeah. problems it does cause problems later on because you've already said yes so now you're in it and then you're like oh actually I didn't really want to do that yeah whatever it is you know and it's yeah so boundaries are important and it and yeah like that's the thing is you were experiencing emotional pain right when mm. you were having this tough time yes and as I like to say pain is a signal for change so pain oh, is your body's yeah. way of saying to you something's not right. I'm not happy. Um, I can't do this at the moment, whatever it might be. Now it's hard to pick up what the triggers are for that pain, especially if you're not familiar with what Mm. your pain triggers might be. But that was your body saying, I'm not okay mentally. I need to do something to be okay mentally. I need change. What you're doing right now isn't working for me. Um, And then you did something, a solution, or what I like to call a reliever, um, and you helped resolve that pain. But had you left that pain unchecked, what happens when we let pain manifest? It's either um, metabolic disease, heart disease, stress conditions, depression, anxiety. Wow. Like, 
sometimes when you put these like dots together and how stupidly simple it is, yeah. your like eyes become blown wide open to like how intuitive our bodies are. They're so smart. They really we're so are. Disconnected. Yeah. We're so disconnected from them. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I get it. I get it. It's a, it's funny, isn't it? You have to you you have to face that pain and go, yeah, this isn't this is fucked. Let's let's yeah. do something else. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, but it takes work, doesn't it? Yes, and it takes it takes a lot of experience of pain to be able to learn that pain. Yeah. Um, as a as a twenty four year old, I know I kind of don't have any right talking about um, trauma and pain, but I like to think that I've been through a bit of a ringer for a twenty four year old. Yeah, so. you've, you've unfortunately um, gone through some shit. That, yeah, at a very young age, and that's you know. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's just it's taught me a few lessons. I'm not saying I have all the answers. I'm not medically trained. I'm just someone who's interested in like the psyche of the human and how to help people out. Yeah, well, that's it. We not, it's just your version. It's your opinion. On, yeah. And hopefully, you, by telling other people, they'll go, oh, yeah, that works for me. I can do that. Yeah, it's absolutely. And I think it's I think it's brilliant that you're doing that. You know, it's like I saw the videos like that Shana put up and she was saying that she just, just she's just changed. Her, her whole outlook has changed from <laughs> that work she's been doing. So, you know, fair, good on you. Yeah, it's very, um, I think, like, I definitely wouldn't be this person without being amongst the pole dancing space and people like sex workers, um, people like Shan. Like, I mean, I'm not saying Shan's anything. <laughs> I mean, actually, no, she is a unicorn, Shan. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course she is. <laughs> but you meet people like these and you start realizing, like, oh, there's all these collectively different people from all different walks of life. These are people who don't want to be strippers. There are other strippers. There's people who want the blend in between. So they want all of the experience of dancing on stage and the nudity, but without the crowd. Um, yeah. And once you start all realize that we can come to the space and all relate together and all get along, it's very like power to the women, but yeah. in the most like nice, lovely way. Yeah, and it's and it, like, again, it's that showing people that there to have respect, like we said, for people that are in the sex industry and people and people that want to do pole dancing but not necessarily become sex workers. They just yeah. enjoy that, the physicality of it, the doing of it, and, and 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 again, having these conversations helps helps men understand that. There's, a, yes. there's a, you know, there's I I've, I remember having a conversation with someone. Who I know is, is someone I know that is in the is a uh, she's she's in like in the sex industry and and you're like yeah yeah that's what she does for a living it doesn't mean she does that whatever she's doing that you've seen it doesn't mean she's doing it outside twenty four seven yeah so you don't get to, to just message her and go oh I want to do that it's like you have some fucking respect man yeah 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 there's this weird thing where. Um, men and women, to be fair, because having mm. been exposed to strip clubs quite frequently, um, we, when you're in a strip club, as a young teenager myself, I'll totally admit this, and I'm a little bit disgusted by my younger self, I thought I had the right, and like I was entitled to touch those girls, because yes. I was a woman, they wouldn't mind, I'm young, they're young, and luckily, like 99% of the time, those girls were totally fine with it, it was fun, it was flirty, and it was an experience with... Um, you know, sexuality between me and another woman and being comfortable. But I had no right to that entitlement. And I just assumed it because she was a sex worker and I had that opinion too. Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, if anyone walks into a strip club and I'm with my friends and any uninvited touching happens, I go, no, no, 
Yeah. You let her tell you when you can touch your body. You don't get rights over that person just because they're a sex worker. Exactly. People, yeah. People are oh, but she touches people all the time for money. For money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> the key yeah. word there for money. <laughs> you got to yeah. pay her. That's how it works, honey. Not with a one. Yeah. With a twenty. More. Yeah. That's just for like touching an arm at twenty. Just <laughs> a but shake her hand. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Hello. Nice to meet you. Um, yeah. But it is that this, the, the 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 theme of cons- the, the the word consent. Yes. Is something that really needs to be discussed, and that's even even in relationships. You know that yeah. kind of even though even in a relationship where somebody has has agreed to do something with you once. You shouldn't just assume that you can do that it means again. all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. like you, it's again. They have to say yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. It's and that's what we need to start understanding. You know? And I've I've been guilty of that in relationships. You kind I think of, we oh, all have. I think yeah, we all have. you know, you yeah. kind of go, you go. Oh, but I thought we were cool with that, and you know, and then they'd feel bad and go, oh no, you know, and it, but because we hadn't communicated properly. No. It just made it. It made it really awkward, and it, you know, and that's this is this is something that we need to discuss. And yes, uh, you um, know, yeah. On the topic of communication and all of those kinds of things. So, when we were talking about you know, like looking after self means the ultimate form of self love. So placing yeah. boundaries, communicating. When I went through that journey of talking about building strength, made me a more um, confident woman, a more communicative woman. The be- most beautiful part about it that I mentioned to you in that email is that in terms of like my own sexual liberation, I became much more effective at communicating to men what I wanted or my boundaries. Mm. So yeah. I was like a, oh my goodness, when I was single, I tell my partners about this all the time, so he won't care that I say this on the podcast, but <laughs> when I loved Tinder and Bumble, oh my goodness, I'd go on dates for fun. Right, I think during okay. my single period, I, I would go on like three or four dates in a weekend. You're the only person that said they enjoyed it. I've never heard this before. Um, I mean, at times I really didn't, but like I just loved meeting people, um, and it helped my confidence, man. It made me made me empowered. But the beautiful part was, I stopped ghosting people. Like I was ghosting people at the start, but towards the end, I just went, "I'm sorry. I'm just. It's me. I'm not into it. Yeah. Respect my boundary." And they were like, "Thank you for just not pissing around and then never speaking to me ever again." Um, and then obviously as like a sexual person, I could say to them out loud, like, I want to have sex with you. <laughs> yeah. Why, and why not? That's and, how it should be. And it made the boundary really clear for them. And it meant that there was no nah, around consent. And then they would feel comfortable asking me, are you okay with doing this? And they'd say yes or no, not comfortable. Yeah. So when we're open for communication, like it's a two way barrier. And sometimes I do think women pin men a bit for being like, Oh, but you didn't ask me again. And it's like, well, honey, similarly, you've got to be open and receptive to a woman and saying, I'm comfortable with you communicating with me. Yeah. Because men have that little barrier, you know, they're a bit scared sometimes. Um, Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's the way they're raised. It's the way you're raised in masculinity and that, you know, you're not supposed to communicate your vulnerabilities to women. Not at Um, all. I mean, we're getting better. (laughs) We're getting better. But it's, you know, it's. Yes. we're We're only just starting that journey, it feels. Yeah, and, and you know, women have that equal responsibility in my part that we need to be just as willing to communicate our vulnerabilities. And you don't have to be crazy about it. I hate using the word crazy because it assumes men are women, which it's not. Um, but you can 
you can just say, talk to me. And if you're yeah. uncomfortable, let's find another mode of communication. Yep. So like thumbs up or thumbs down, you know, <laughs> just change the spectrum of communication. Yeah. Um, and it's really funny. So me and my partner, um, we used to, we were like fought quite bad at one point, um, you know, pandemic, mm. yada, yada. Um, and eventually I said to him, like, our communication's got to change because we both go stone cold silent. We won't speak to each other for like a day. Like, we're, oh, we're bad. Both of us are I very can, stubborn. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> so now I just say to him, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed at you. And he knows yeah. immediately, okay, give us some space and then come back and apologize even if. Um, and I say to him, you don't have to apologize because you want to say sorry. You just have to say, I'm sorry I upset you. You yeah. don't have to say you're sorry for the thing you did. You just need to say, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. Then I can calm down and I can say, I'm sorry I overreacted um, or I'm sorry that I said this in this way and that pissed you off too. But now that we've got that, that little, I can just, even though it's a bit shit communication, being like, I'm annoyed, um, it's still better than nothing. And it gives him the opportunity to have his turn to communicate as well. Otherwise, we'd just stay silent. Yeah, oh God, I can. Oh, that's yeah. I know exactly what you mean. And it when those lines of communication break down, like and yeah. are completely fucked. It's it's you just you, neither of you can say anything to the other one without it flaring up again, and and yeah. it just becomes so frustrating because you just end up walking around going, what What do I do? How do we I, get here? Yeah, we <laughs> love each other. Why is this happening? You know? And you forget what you were fighting about and you're like, oh God, it really couldn't have been that important if I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would I remember, remember yeah. if it was important. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being my ex-wife and I, we were we were really shouting and hollering at each other and then and then she she stood there and I stood there and I, went, I don't know what we're shouting at. What are we arguing about now? She said, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Just yes, yeah, we can yeah. Once a fun one. Once um, me and my partner before this one, we um, one of our breakups was over cheese balls, like you know the the cheesy chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I know. Yeah. And when you go back to the root of some arguments, you're like, oh, there's some deeper communication issues here if we're fighting about cheese balls. Yes. <laughs> I lost my shit over chicken dippers or chicken things for Burger King. <laughs> I, I, obviously there was something else bothering me going on yeah. and, and we had ordered a load of food in the car and, and then my partner had had them and I didn't get any. And I lost my shit. What the? Yeah. You ate my chicken dippers. Yeah. And it wasn't until, I, I, later on I'm like, I'm, oh my God, this is I'm me. sorry. I, this is genuinely me. I don't know what is my problem. Yeah. So, but you know, so, yeah, go on. A good, maybe maybe we should do um, a good one for people to learn because I'm big on people learning. Yes. Some solutions to communication problems and some exercises you can do. One of my favorites is with my sister. When she comes home from work, because I lived with her for a little while, um, she's older than me, she's a doctor. She has some tough days. Um, she has an amazing story, actually. She had a brain injury at 17, I think. Maybe she's oh, wow. 17. I was 14 at the time or 13. Um, she fell off a horse, like severed her pituitary gland connection. So she doesn't produce hormones. It was a very long road, very traumatic, but wow. now we can laugh about it mm -hmm. so much so that if she's like, Oh, I forgot this thing. And I'm like, that's cause your brain injured. That's cause you got a brain injury. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we, yeah. Laugh, we laugh about it now. But anyway, um, that meant like sometimes she comes home and she's very like, 
tired and fatigued and upset and angry and she's not very good communication abilities. So one of the things I use on her is I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, nothing. So I go over to her and I like pick her up and I just shake her. Like I literally pick right. her up and shake her like again. <laughs> and one, but one cool thing about this is that um, when humans move rapidly and wildly and really just like chaotically, we tend to like disperse whatever we're holding on to. Um, and I shake her and I just say, what's wrong? Like, tell me what's wrong. <laughs> like, tell me. Um, and she'll start laughing and giggling because it's funny that I'm shaking her. <laughs> and eventually she'll be like, I just had a shitty day. Like this patient, I had to tell their family this terrible news. I'm just really upset. Like, uh, can I have 20 minutes? And I said, yeah. just walk in the door and tell me this. <laughs> yeah. Just wow. walk in the door and tell me and I'll know that you're not mad at me. Humans are really bad at taking things personally. Oh, mate, all the time. All yeah. the time. Yeah. It's, I mean, most of the time it was me. But... Not the, not, the <laughs> not the point. No, no, it's not the point. <laughs> not the point. But yeah, I know what you mean. Is that this comes up quite a lot on these on the podcast? Is that is communication, and just yeah. it doesn't have to. You can just walk into the room and just and just blurt it out. You can just go, look, this has happened to me today. And I don't know how to. I don't know how to process it. I'm feeling. Yeah, or I am processing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So important. It's and ask so for help. Yeah. Sometimes I just turn to my partner, I'm like, I'm just upset and I'm just like, I need a hug. Hug yeah. me. And then I feel yeah. better. And if oh. I hadn't sat there, I probably would have sat there being like, why the fuck aren't you hugging me, you asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Can't yeah. you see I'm sad? <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 yeah, that, 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 I think that's been something that people have missed this year is that hugging people. To, I'm, oh. you know, just, just, there's, there's nothing better than a hug. A hug. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Well, we're not, yeah. um, I won't disclose where I live or who my flatmates are or what happens, but um, admittedly, we've hugged a person or two. But oh my God, the relief in yeah. hugging a stranger. Oh God, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I yeah, like, almost yeah. cried the other night. I was like, <laughs> I, can I just, I know this is weird, but can I just like stay here with you and like continue this hug? <laughs> it's just sometimes it when you, yeah. so good. When you just get, you just meet that person on the on, at the right time, you just lock in and it, you just connect. You can just feel it's yourself beautiful. fusing together. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. It's the nicest it, feeling. Yeah. And it's not, it's not sexual. I mean, like, it's just that, that, yeah. just that connection. It's like, oh my God. I just, Should we I'd, hug right now, Rich? I'd love to. I would but love yeah, to. Good, yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be it? great? That'd be just nice. Oh, I just, yeah. we will. We will. <laughs> <laughs> I've got skinny. I've got skinny little arms, but you know. Yeah, I well, you're strong. Hug. You'll probably yeah. hug me yeah. in half. <laughs> Give a good beer hug, I do. <laughs> well, it's nice. It's good. It's good that you haven't let what what the, the AS slow you down, and you and you've you know you've you've fought fought against it, which is which is all power to you, you know. And it's and like I say, people yeah. listening to this will be will be will appreciate that as well you know it's not the end of the road because yeah. some, because you have that yeah i mean when i when i wrote in your um in the email saying like i think a lot of people have a crutch that is a mislabeled wand um we let our trauma sort of like insert itself as like the key point of defining us so like i could go to people and say hi my name's evie and i have ankylosing spondylitis or I can walk up and say, 
hey, I'm Evie, I'm a mobility coach and I like to change lives. Like, you know, there's narratives away and around these sort of things. And I yeah. used my AS as a crutch for a really long time. I remember, I remember when I first met my partner and I said, I don't go hiking because I can't. Right. And like, what a powerful thing to tell yourself. Yeah. I can't climb my mountains and see beautiful things because I can't. Well, why can't you? Oh, because I'm in pain all the time. Climbing mountains makes me in pain. So just like the exercise we did before, every time I thought about climbing a mountain, I would think about some of the experiences I had and the pain that I had, and I'd become sore. Um, and then yeah, right. I remember he wanted to go on a hike, and I said, okay, I'll try. And, he, and I remember saying to him something like, I'm just going to th not think about it. Like, I'm just going to try and enjoy what we're doing. And then I enjoyed what we were doing and I've climbed many mountains since. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. What a, sense what a of metaphor, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, both physically and mentally, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. And, but it's crazy. The only thing that was stopping me was me. Same with snowboarding mm. and skiing. I remember saying to my friends, I don't go snowboarding and skiing because I remember being like 10, falling off and then having terrible sciatica for like two weeks afterwards, not knowing what it was. Mm. Um, and then my partner took me snowboarding. Now I love snowboarding. So it might be the most fun thing in the world. Wow. It tops pole dancing. Sorry, all the pole dancers, but <laughs> oh my goodness. The flow state of just like leaning back and forth on a snowboard is like just you fly down a mountain. Not yeah. for everyone, but for me. I've, I've been skiing a couple of times and it. I've yet to reach that flow state to be fair. <laughs> I kind of yes. I'll do the snow plow and then the, the pizza. One, yeah, and then there's one particular bit of the thing of the slope and i kept every time i hit that bit i just i just went down it as quickly as i could to get it out of the way and i just shit my pants every time it wasn't a flow state i wasn't at one with nature i was like i just need to get through this bit real quick <laughs> just hurtling down next time you go down that mountain you change that narrative that you're saying right now and you say i can get through this like i'm gonna go slow through it and conquer it I, yeah, I get, I will. I, yeah, instead of just yeah. putting my, I just put my skis together and then off I went. <laughs> it's just, oh god, I need to get through it. Just keep standing. There. Yeah, just stay up. Just stay up. Just stay up. And just, which is why I, yes. I think I do that a lot in life. I just kind of like, all right, just do it. You know, just just get it done. Yeah. Rather There's than... not a bad mindset to have though. At the same yeah. time, you know, if that's your superpower for getting things done, then that's incredible. Um, I know a lot of people who can't say just get it done. They just go, I won't do it. Well, yeah, I do that as so well. I think, there. Yeah, I stick my head in the sand a lot. I'm just like, oh, I can't face that. I'm not going to look at it. I'm fine. And then it'll just disappear. <laughs> it doesn't disappear. It, it means the bank sends you letters. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I need to speak yeah. to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do, don't do a Jimmy Carr on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just pretend it's not happening. But, I love um, him. Yeah. I love how he openly admits that and he just like makes jokes about it at his gig about what happened. Like, yeah. power to you, mate. Power to you. <laughs> own your own mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Just own your mistakes. I think that's as well. That's it as well. That helps with your with your mindset as well. If you just yeah. go, yep, that, yep, fuck, I fucked that. That was, I fucked up there. That was, you know, because we all, I think there's an assumption that everybody else has got life sorted out and you haven't. No. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, big yeah, big power to you in that sense as well is like, um, so if we're talking about diagnosis and that and we're not saying um 
you know, like sometimes getting a diagnosis for something makes that who you are. Mm. The same thing you've got to do is get past and accept that and like own your mistake of being in that like vulnerable space where you're not communicative and you've done things wrong. Because once you learn to like own your humility, nobody can really touch you. And no. if somebody if somebody judges you, that's on them. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I'm willing yeah. to admit I've been a dick in my past. I've been an asshole. There's a lot of people that don't like me. But I think they would like me now. Same. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Same. I'm like, yeah. I'm I, sorry yeah. to all those people. This is a public apology to anyone who might listen to this. Be like, I hope Evie effed up on this podcast. I'm sorry if I ever hurt you because I was a dick. I would like to join you in that sentiment and and join you in that apology. I'm really yes. It, I, I recognise that. I think back now to recent things. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I did that. Oh, was, all the time. That was too much, man. Yeah, I do. Yeah. You know, I've made amends with. Right, this is the yeah. thing. So, like my partner was saying, she's like, you, you're too busy. You're so you're so obsessed with with making amends for past things <laughs> that you're fucking up your future. Oh yeah, boundaries. You know, boundaries. Yeah. But I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I am, yeah. I am really, I, oh, yeah, I am sorry. I'm the same. I've, I own it. I've been, that's yeah. why I'm, I'm going back to therapy. I've got it booked in uh, next week. Good. Starting awesome. again. Yeah. That's what I, we need. Yeah. Yeah. Although, although I have this one thing with therapy. I think therapy is the most beautiful thing to get people in a room and share their vulnerabilities. There's only one part that I don't enjoy about it when mm. I have done my own counseling sessions. Isn't with someone else, not my own for me. Um, I'm not that self entitled. <laughs> 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 but is I don't like it when they get you to revisit trauma over and over and over again. Yeah. I think fixating, just like that exercise we did when we fixated on our trauma and we felt the stress responses, I reckon it's better to accept trauma and then move on. Yeah. So forgive yourself or whoever for what happened in those points of time and then move on freely who you are as a human. You know, don't revisit that memory. That's a memory for a reason. It's in the past for a reason. You don't need to be anywhere else right now other than right here. Because yeah. that doesn't matter anymore. It happened. You yeah, can't, you can't change, change it. it. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. And that's exactly it. I was too busy. Even very recently, I've been too busy going, oh, oh I wish that hadn't happened. I wish I hadn't done that. I wish, you know. But, you but did, what can you, you do did. about it? Yeah, you yeah. can't. You can't change it. You did it. So. You can say sorry and can move on. Yeah. That's, if they don't accept it, that's on their terms. Yeah. You can only do, yeah. yeah. My God. It's true. Sorry, I get no, in these really hardcore conversations with people all the time. I'm like known for it. And then people like unload their trauma on me and I'm like, ah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not a therapist. There's some, yeah, I, there's sometimes you have to be in the right frame of mind to accept it. Like I'm always saying to people like, you know, reach out, man. Reach out yeah. to somebody. But then sometimes I might not be in a good place to receive it. No. And then I'll end up, like I might not reply straight away or, I'll, you know, I or I might handle that wrong and, yeah, it's 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 an ongoing thing, isn't it? It's a, we're all we're all we're all trying to open up and we're all trying to help, but at the same time we need help. And you know, it's so complicated. A lot yeah, of the time. certainly. Yeah. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah. I was I was just thinking of something quite funny as you were saying that. Um, Go on. This might be weird for just so the podcast people know. Rich says some really good things, and instead of saying yes and acknowledging him, I'm just nodding. 
but obviously um, you can't see or hear nodding on a podcast. Well, I do that as well because I, I, I know early on when we started doing these, you could hear me going, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And it just sounds, just sounds, just, just, yeah, I'm listening. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I am listening, I promise. I'm yeah, fixated yeah, yeah. on you. But this has been good chat. We are, um, I feel like we flow, you and I. I, I, I like it. Kin. Well, it's that, isn't it? It's being like what we talk about communicating, and I think we both. We open both, to communication absolutely practice what we preach and you know and yes. i am learning to be better at communicating and same and, and there was there was michael smiley was on he's a, he's a an actor a friend of mine and he said he has a trouble is everybody's transmitting no one's receiving at the minute and it was really i was like wow that's really yeah everybody's kind of like i need this i this Powerful. is happening and yeah and you're like no, no no sometimes we need to just go oh yeah what do you need what can i do and it's yes. just, just swapping that around a bit, you know. I have a um, I have a toxic trait, which is funny that you communicate about this receiving, and it's actually funny that I'm doing this now because what I'm doing right now is my toxic trait. Um, okay. I'm one of those undiagnosed ADHD kind of people. Like I have okay. a very non-neurotypical brain. My socialization skills are weird, um, but one of the ways I help train my brain relate to people is anytime someone gives a story, just like you did. I jump on with a related experience. Right. And I'm like, yeah. I need to stop doing that because to to typically um, neurotypical people, that seems as like a one-upping thing. Uh, Whereas for me, it's a... Um, it's a connecting it's a thing. relating thing. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah, connecting. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we're connecting because we share these traumas or these experiences. Yeah. Um, but I do, yes, you're right. Yes, yeah, I do we that. Receive. I yeah, okay, that. cool. Yeah, good. Yeah, I go, oh, because I want to make the person who's telling me that thing, I want Feel them to realise. Yeah, I want yeah, them to realise that. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, I've been through that. I've been through a similar thing. But, yeah, I know what you mean. I come away and I go, oh, does that sound like I'm trying to top their story? Yeah, yeah. But I'm, not, I'm trying to go, to. no, I don't want to. I want you to go, yeah. oh, yeah, no, that's not weird, because this happened to me. And Yeah, yeah, and then say, oh, cool, we're friends, because we have relatable things to yeah. speak about. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm bad for it, man. But it doesn't sound like a bad thing. Like you said, your intent isn't to, your intentions aren't to top the story. You are, you're you're relating to that person. You go, Mm. oh yeah, that happens to me as well. Don't worry about that. This happened, you know. And it means I'm actually listening. Whereas if I'm not listening, I'm more likely to sit there and just nod. (laughs) 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 Which people think is good listening. And I'm like, no, that's bad listening for me. Like, but sometimes it means I'm thinking about something else. Well, this is it. But sometimes a thought will someone will be talking to you, and a thought will pop into your head, and it will derail derail you. And then yeah. that person sat away, and then you sort of, and then they they'll ask you a question, and you're like, oh. huh? and instead of going, you know what? I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm, and then I, I I've yet to practice this, but we should be able to say to that person, I'm really sorry. But when you were talking, I was listening, and I, and I'm really into what you were saying, but. This thought but I got lost. The, yeah, this thought just went. You, you need to sort your car tax out. It just and it just threw me a little bit. And it's not because I'm bored with you. You know what I mean? We should be yeah. able to say that. But yeah. straight away, that person will go. Oh, I'm boring. I'm clearly boring. Like we'll we'll yeah. we'll shut down and go. Oh, oh God, they just think I'm boring. So they do. They won't. And it's really the listen. personal thing again. It's the thing that people take things personally. Exactly. It's yeah. Like, no, you are important. My brain is just wildly bad at inserting terrible things at the wrong time (laughs) like rude thoughts sometimes people will say something so i'm like that's what she said and i'm like (laughs) listen listen to what they're saying (laughs) don't inject crude humor 
Mine is, like, mine is someone to say something and I'll go, is the name of your sex tape? Like in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. I have to, and then I have to go, sorry to hear that about you now. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I'm a big believer that um, comedy is trauma plus time. Yes, um, Like we can say to my sister, that's because you have a brain injury. Like people, when I tell them that, are horrified. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. It's like, it's because we are so over it and we're so accepting and we love her and we're so much happier that she's alive that yeah. it's funnier to us that she has a brain injury than that she's dead. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and it's it's a day with a way of dealing with our grief. Well, that's it. It's um, that gallows humour, isn't it? it? It gets people through so much. Like I say, yeah. my, my partner and I, sadly, she lost her sister. And one of the things her sister, she told me that her sister had said was that I don't, please, I don't want to be forgotten. And yeah. it's a beautiful thing, and it and it's sad, but you know, she, her sister is brought up every day, all the time, and it, and so it would get to a point, like we, like she'd mention it in the morning, and I'd be like, for God's sake, it's not even lunchtime yet, and we're already doing this, <laughs> like you. That's how you deal with it, and it didn't, and and yeah. it, there was nothing but love and respect there. It wasn't a, yes. to do, you know, it's. Oh, you know, make a joke of me. If I pass away, like, do yeah. a comedy set on me about some stupid things that I said. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, I want someone to yeah. take over my social media and then still <laughs> yeah. talk like it's me, like I'm from the Most other side. From the grave. Yeah. Well, like, oh, it's dark over here. This, yeah. is what they, oof, this is not what they said it would be like at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this, yeah, like no. I'm going to avoid saying some things. Um, I'm actually no, go on. Just say it. it. <laughs> just say it. Just say it. <laughs> Yeah, but no, just on that dark perspective, like, mm. you could just talk about the wild times you're having or, like, I saw XYZ take a shit on the toilet today. It was great. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. awesome when you're a ghost. You can go anywhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> I watched your pokers, mum last yeah. night. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, your mum's you know, still got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did, I just, yeah, I just pretend you're in hell. Oh, God, it's, yeah, oh, hot. Yeah. it's hot down here. These hot, these hot pokers don't get any easier to take. Sometimes less is more in those jokes, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Leave the rest it's of the to imagination. Take... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what is it? So now, so so do you do your, so are your courses what have you been doing? Have you today on there online? You've been doing it. Uh, is it physically? People go to see you. Yes. Yeah, so okay. Uh, yeah. It's funny because I came on this podcast. This happens all the time. Um, I'm so terribly not money orientated that yeah. I like forget to promote myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll no, run the these like f- free workshops online, and at the end, I'm like, oh, and by the way, I have a website. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yes, if if people if people would like some mobile help in their life, or if they are interested in getting their friends together for like a wellness, meditative movement or self love session, these are the kinds of things I facilitate. Um, so during the pandemic, I quit my job because I hated working at a desk so much it was making me terribly depressed and miserable. I quit my job two months ago and focused full time on my mobility and just helping people get better yeah i now work with two um arthritis rheumatoid patients um and we're having some really really cool results in their strength and their mindset and their pain which is just awesome um but i do teach a weekly mobility class online i run full it's my first time mobility courses which are totally designed for um if you're 
totally new and you have no idea how to touch your toes, you've got a crunchy back, sore yep. spine, you sit at a desk all day. I essentially work with everyone from like the horrifically arthritic in the most joking sense. I'm sorry, horrific's probably mean. Um, but all the way up to up to athletes. So I teach full contortion and splits and back bends and you know, bending yourself in half. Trying to wear your bum as a hat. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've done if that's that your interest. <laughs> 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 Literally, I don't know. Um, it was a good night. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, my job, my job is to do that. Now I provide multiple services of this, as in whether you want just a weekly class to attend online, or you want one-to-one -one private training and programming, so that you can become like the master of your own body and movement. Um, all of that is viewable on my website, eviedoesit.com. It's spelled with two e's at the start because. Some bastard on Instagram stole Evie Does It with one E, um, and he's no followers. And I was like, oh, oh my goodness. doing that. Now scum. I have to commit to two E's. <laughs> yeah, Evie Does It. Evie Does It. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's got the more of a yeah, the other day I got an email and someone was like, thanks, Evie. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. not my name. <laughs> um, yeah. So if, you, if you look on my website, there's all the advertising I need. I don't need to go on about it for ages. Like, That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. Well, I'm sure people listening to this will be in touch. Um, yes. Yeah, I've really enjoyed this. This is. Is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up? And is there anything you wanted to cover? I mean, we're not, we're not out of time. I'm just aware... You know, there yeah, might be something um, you actually wanted to talk about rather than us. I've kind of taken us all over the place. No, no. Yeah, no. I have. I was a bit like, this has lost a timeline, but that's okay because we've had fun. Yeah, <laughs> but well, we keep talking about communication and that's, that's what we've done. It's sort of been done. the central theme of this, to be honest, yeah. which is cool, which is yeah. really cool. Um, it. Whether it be pain communicating to your body or you communicating to someone else. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I guess... Yeah, to, to, for like closing sort of remarks in a sense or a wrap up, I guess what I want people to take away from this and for them to work on is listen to your body. Pain's always telling you something, whether it be if you have an injury, it's because movement's gone wrong. If you're having emotional pain, it's because someone something within yourself or with someone else is wrong. If you're having um, stomach pain, it's probably because you're eating pretty shit. If you're having yeah. a headache, you're probably dehydrated. You know, pain is just a signal that something needs to change. Um, yes. And a really manageable strategy, if you're someone like me who deals with chronic pain, is when you notice a trigger, so something that triggers your pain, so for me, stress, when I get really upset, I need to insert one of my relievers, for people who can't see this, this is air quotes, relievers, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> before that pain becomes too intense. So, okay. for example, if you're in emotional distress and you know that's about to send you into a migraine, you need to sit down, have a hot shower, breathe for a bit, and just, like, drink a nice cup of tea or something. You know, you need to put one of your relievers in place yeah. to stop that pain becoming overwhelming. Because yeah. chronic pain, left unchecked, turns into chronic disease. Wow. And as I said, that can look like obesity, heart disease, metabolic disease, mental health conditions. Yeah. It all stems from our body signaling something to us at some point. And the most powerful thing you can do to change your relationship to pain is use your mindset. Use your mind to help bring you out of those states because after all, everything we do for anything, any movement, any signal from our body, it all comes from the brain. It's all signaled to the brain and then it's sent back out. Yeah. 
What? Yeah. And you mentioned breathing as well. Yeah. It's oh, so it's important. A... I, and it sounds funny to say it, but I find myself shadow breathing Painting. all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you, just, yeah. what are you doing? Just a... And then I have a minute and take some deep breaths. I'm like, oh, wow, I feel amazing. Yeah. I feel way better. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, yeah, for everyone who might be listening to this, next time you're stressed out, just focus on pushing your belly button out and sucking your belly button in as you breathe. And literally just focus on that for 30 seconds and then call my WhatsApp number and tell me how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Thank That's you the advertising so much. quip, isn't it? Yeah, I love that. That's that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, we nailed it at the end. You're well done. Yes. That's honestly, I can't tell you how perfectly timed that is for me. And I imagine someone, anyone listening, will will say the same. It, it's 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 been really lovely. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, no, you've been awesome. You've been awesome too. Thank you so much. Where can we find you on on uh, the social media? Is it going to be Evie? Yeah. So one is. Evelina Chardon, that is my pole dance slash wellness slash fitness account. Because, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a, well, actually, I'm not a millennial or a Gen Z. I'm born in that weird space where you're neither, so it's been dubbed as a lineal. Um, oh my gosh, I have two Instagram accounts. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> um, yeah. I have two Instagram accounts. One's Evelina Chardon, um, and the other one is Evie Does It. So they've got different themes. You'll see if you visit them. Just follow whatever one you like the most. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, this has no been an worries. absolute pleasure, and I wish you all no. the best going forward. Good fun. I hope to see you at some sort of comedy gig in the near future. I'll scream for you at the back. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.